0: Many survivors ask me, how can I learn not to be so lazy, so tired, so sluggish and get more motivated? I think that in nature, everyone is a little bit lazy until you find something that excites you, that ignites your your energy level. So today we're going to talk about steps that you can take to not feel and be so lazy And really get moving and get your recuperation and get your energy back. That is what we're talking about today and a lot more. So grab yourself a drink. And come and meet me in my dining room, where we are recording another great episode of Stroke Surviving the Odds. Very important, grab yourself also a pen and paper, because I always say, the faintest of ink is better than the best memory. Hurry up and come and meet me here. Hello, beautiful survivors. This is Karina, and I'm the host and creator behind this great podcast. 25 years ago, I survived the brainstem dissection that led me to coma interlocking syndrome, but obviously I'm here. There was no concept of social media and of podcasts back then, so I make it my mission to change the life of one person around the world, make one person feel better about their situation. This is now a top 10 podcast. That means that it's definitely helping someone out there. My episodes are short and sweet, full of valuable information, tricks, hacks, how-tos, really on how you can rebuild your new life after stroke. I'm going to start today's episode by reminding and telling you even, let action and routine drive your life, not emotions. And we know as stroke survivors, emotions run high and they go all over the place. But I would like for you to take a step back And really, really think of what is driving your life. Are you reacting with your emotions? Or are you in the driver's seat of your life and figuring out its destination? I have to remind you guys that emotions flee. Think about it. One day it's cloudy, one day it's sunny. One day you're sad, one day you're happy. So emotions flee, that doesn't dictate your life, that is not dictating your new life. Get that out of your head, it is only a moment. I'm sure some of you guys noticed that I talk more towards the general. When I talk, I talk to the general public, and when I specifically want to mention things for stroke survivors, I enter myself in the gang. Do you know why I do that, guys? Why I changed a little bit of my format? Because I don't want to single out stroke survivors. I don't want you to feel any, any different than everyone else out there. You own your place. You are driving the car of your life. Now you got to think, where the hell are you going? And that's what we're going to figure out today. You remember in my intro, I mentioned about how you need to find something that excites you, that ignites you, something that you really, really want to do. And I'll give you a, a very good example. I have been wanting to work out. Or start working out again uh, for a couple of months, but seems like I get up and I get a roll in the house, and then it's time for me to eat breakfast, shower up, get ready, and go to work. So that's what I do. And it wasn't working for me. So now what I did is I started laying out my clothes and my running shoes just as I offer you guys that information just as I tell you guys you need to lay out your clothes the night before guess what I do in the morning I get up put my gym clothes on put my running shoes yes I might skip doing the dishes or putting a load of laundry because I want to go work out that motivates me seeing my clothes there is not just another pile of stuff it's something that motivates me because I feel great after. So, really, if you're, example, working at a job 40 hours a week that you dread going to, do you think that that is the job for you? The correct answer is no. The correct answer is no. I will never in this life go work for someone or something that I am not passionate about that I can't give 100% out of myself because it's going to suck the life out of me. It's going to suck the energy out of life. (laughs) It's going to suck the energy out of me. Well, it's the same thing, guys. I also said in my intro that I think it's innate in us. Do all have a little bit of laziness because example you're sitting on your couch or on your recliner and you're nice and cozy. You're like ah you know what screw that working out I'm gonna keep watching Netflix. I've done it too guys. I have done it too. Now if you do that Farewell accepting, very well accepting how you were going to feel that you didn't do your workout, that you decided to stay on the couch. I want you to enjoy every moment you are on that couch. Promise me that. No guilt. No, I should have. No, 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 no. One of my episodes previously was about consequences to our actions A consequence of staying on the couch is going to be that you're going to feel guilty. I don't want you to feel guilty. I want you to live each and every moment that you choose to do because you want to do it. Does that make sense? makes a lot of sense to me in my little head. (laughs) But um, one very important thing, when you want to get motivated, you got to be doing something that you're going to like, whatever it may be. Maybe it's Mandela's, maybe it's fixing cars, maybe it's, we're going beyond reading. Maybe it is actually reading a very nice book, all cozied up, but you got to love it because that's going to give you energy. That's the whole point of being motivated to do something, It is to, because it's going to give you energy so let's go back to my workout clothes and my running shoes i just got up this morning i did my morning routine in the bathroom went back in my room got dressed put my sneakers grabbed the dog and left how great do i feel after i've done that came back in did a few squats did a few things that i particularly have to do for my workout and now i'm talking to you i am full of energy I'm not standing I'm not sitting here with you saying uh you see that energy is like dragging. No, I don't wanna drag. So I'm gonna give you guys a little scenario. In order to be motivated, you need to have a plan of action. You need to have intention. You need to know where you're going. So let's say, let's imagine that you are getting in the seat of your car. You're behind the wheel. You start the car, you, and then you say, okay, where are we going today? What am I doing? And you don't have a destination. I'm not talking about going on a road trip here. I'm talking about having a purpose. If you're si- how many people get up and just breathe, just go through the day, go through the motions with no emotions. Going through the motions with no emotions. I'm going to give you another example. Say your uh, husband comes to you and he says, what do you want for Christmas? And you say, just anything, whatever you want. Comes Christmas mornings and you're opening the gifts and there's a pair of nylons. You're going to be like, what the heck is this? Why did you get me that? But in the first place, you told him, get me anything. So he got you anything. How can you be mad for not saying what you want? That's what I'm getting to. So it's important that you say what you want. Not necessarily to others when it comes to motivation, but you sure as hell have to say it to yourself. Speak up. Own your voice. You know what's funny? I'm not a religious person, but I am a spiritual person and I so believe in God. And I also believe that that's the way God talks to us, through our energy. That's. That's how he wants us to live the best life, our fullest life, not to just be stagnant. So very quickly, we are going to be going through the five steps you need to get more motivated. You ready? You got your pen and paper? Because there's gonna be notes to be taken. (laughs) See you in a bit. So number one is really to have a vision, a destination. Where the heck are you going with your survival as a stroke survivor? Where do you want to be in six months? Where do you want to be in three months? Where do you want to be in a year? And you're going to tell me, yeah, but Karina, like, I didn't get there. last, Like six months ago, I said I wanted to be walking better from two two canes to one cane or one cane to no cane. And I'm still here. I'm still walking with it. Damn it. Guess what? Guess what, honey? Guess what, honey bunny? You are one step closer. So have that vision of where you want to be. How? It's kind of like when we're pregnant. When us girls were pregnant. And we're holding our bellies. And... I'm going to be the best mother. You're not going to miss anything. And we're going to spend time together. And I'm just going to love you so much. And okay? That is having a vision. You are feeling your vision. That in nine months, you're going to be holding that little baby. And you're going to be living that vision. It's the same thing, guys, as stroke survivors. You know that I always say, use my story, use my parables of how I talk, and twist them around and make them your own, okay? I'm just saying what I think. You, you make it work for you. I'm here for you anytime, but make it work. And have a vision is number one. Number two is going to make a couple of people upset. So if you want to be mad at me and you want to tell me on Facebook, go right ahead. Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pot page. The number two is schedule time out. Yes. As stroke survivors, you have appointments for PT, appointments for OT, appointments for speech therapy, appointments at the gym, right? So. You're scheduling time out for these things. You're scheduling for the doctor, for the dentist, for the car repair, right? For the oil change. That's how shit gets done, right? So if you are not going to PT and OT, you need to schedule time out. And 99% of people that say, I don't have time are people that have trouble with time management. That's where I come in. If you need help, we can talk about that. But that is very important to schedule. Pencil your time in. I can't say it enough. All right, number three is have intention. Having intention is making a plan. It's basically as if you're planning a wedding. Your intention is to have a wedding. So, your best friend is going to be your maid of honor. You're going to have three ushers. You are going to have chocolate cake. You're going to have beautiful white tablecloth, and everything is going to be rose gold. You can just picture it in your mind, right? You have intention, dear. You're a stroke survivor. You figure out your vision is that in three months, I want to be walking with one cane, not with two canes. So you have to ask yourself, what do I have to do today or this week to get one step closer to what I want? My dream wedding, my dream walking, You see, I'm using different parables to try to trigger you, make your brains work a little bit more, because that's how I learn, by relating A with B. So I'm just being myself right here. It's important to ask yourself, what what do I need to make today wonderful? What, What do I need? Better communication with my spouse because I'm, I've been a bitch lately. I haven't been nice. I haven't been, I've been cranky. My hormones are going through the roof. I'm menopausal. I would like to have better communication and have a nice fight-free day with my hubby today. When you wake up and you have that intention, trust me, your day is going to go better. Your day is going to be better, and you're going to have your dream wedding. Number four is my favorite. Take action. I always tell you guys how repetition and consistency will bring you that much closer to your results, right? We are not born. We, as humans, are not born wanting to take action. But by doing it over and over again, you will. How can you be consistent? A couple of tips that I found very useful is build, build your personal environment to be conducive to you being consistent. Having no distractions, example. Distractions by phone or other people. I have given you this example one time. You're a survivor and you want to do a little bit of stretches and a little bit of speech therapy by yourself in your in your room. You go right ahead and you close the door and you put a note on the door. Do not disturb mommies in treatment. Make sure that you can do anything you want but no distractions. And you close the door and you do what you got to do. Others are probably not going to understand what you're going through. Be patient. Explain you need that time off for yourself to do what you got to do. And you do it all the time. That is being consistent. And number five, very easy. Motivation follows action. Just like action follows motivation. Motivation. Therefore, if you're sitting, if you're sitting and you're on Instagram for 30 minutes or for half the day, you might be saying, oh, I didn't do anything today again. Shit. You were distracted, bunny. Honey bunny. You were distracted. You were not being consistent. You were not taking conducive action. Okay? So you need to be consistent. Consistency builds routine. Routine becomes a habit. A habit is what drives you, what wants you to to put on your sneakers or to go to your PT and OT appointment. And you have have a plan of action. You have a vision. But I'm going to tell you guys this. When you are like, oh my God, I sat down and I looked at Instagram and TikTok all day. I didn't do anything. That's because you're in a low dopamine state. Action, being active rather, creates high dopamine. And as stroke survivors, we already have an imbalance in the hormones in our minds and in our heads and in our energies So it's important that we try to stay as high dopamine as possible so it balances out those negative spells that we get. The crying spells, the depressive spells. So basically what you're doing is that you're putting all the chances on your side. So remember that motivation follows action. So this is what I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, you follow me and you talk to me on my Facebook or Instagram. I'm going to leave the links in the description. And I love you very much. And if I can do this, you can too.